Hey everyone, welcome to the Pain-Free Golf Performance Podcast, a podcast dedicated towards helping you stay healthy so you can stay on the golf course and not in the clubhouse. We will be covering all things golf, from fitness, performance, injury recovery, instruction, and everything else in between. I am your host, Dr. Russ Manalastis. I am a board-certified sports physical therapist and strength coach based out of Rochester, New York. Our goal with this podcast is to help you play your best golf yet while doing so without limitations. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to the Pain-Free Golf Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Russ. So today we're talking about off-season training and what you should do in the early stages of off-season training. And I definitely think, you know, what we talked about on the last podcast episode, the importance of off-season training uh, shouldn't be overstated. I think for golfers who really are maybe maybe struggled with injuries uh, towards the end of the golf season or are dealing with some of these nagging things or maybe are, are struggling with, with consistency, putting some time into the off-season becomes really, really crucial to help you play better golf for longer and hopefully being pain-free. So, you know, we're going to kind of hit on a couple of topics that we usually kind of start with with regards to our golfers that are kind of just getting started with us in the off-season to make sure that they can set themselves up for success in the long run, right? So, uh, unfortunately, here in Western New York, the off-season is relatively long. You know, the weather probably won't start turning warmer until, uh, I would say, probably around uh, end of March, early April, right? So we've got a, a number of months to be able to kind of put in a lot of work to really kind of set that foundation so that you can be successful once the warmer, the weather does get warmer. And so the first thing I always kind of tell golfers are, you know, to focus on restoring any type of mobility or flexibility issues, right? If you want a bigger back turn, if you want to be able to, you know, maintain posture in certain positions on your downswing, things like that, then you need to restore some of the mobility that you maybe have kind of lost throughout the golf season. Let's look at the golf swing, right? The golf swing is a repetitive motion. You're constantly swinging in one direction. And so a lot of times when you do that, you can kind of get some of this kind of tightness that kind of develops on your lead side, right? But also on your chill side as well. And so restoring mobility, restoring flexibility um, becomes really, really important to just allow your body to kind of feel some of these positions out, right? And a lot of times, unfortunately, when you look at the day-to-day aspects of what we do, we just don't spend a lot of time in these extreme ranges of motion. Or you think about the golf swing on your, if you want a bigger back turn, like you need to be able to kind of rotate significantly through your upper back. And if you don't have that rotation, or if you don't have that rotation through your pelvis, you can't get into those ranges of motion, then it's going to be very, very challenging for you to try and kind of improve upon those positions when you're trying to then incorporate it into, let's say your swing changes or things like that. Right. And again, I, I hate to beat a, a dead horse, but getting screened physically to understand what your body can and can't do becomes crucial to this, this whole process. So you know, I think the important part of mobility and flexibility, and I think the important part you should understand is mobility is much different than flexibility, right? Mobility is, hey, if I turn this far, that's how much I can kind of get into on my own. That's how much access I have to my own range of motion. Flexibility is where you use an assistance, whether it's, you know, a stick or whatever it may be, or a golf club to kind of force your body into a certain position that goes beyond what you can kind of do on your own, right? And so mobility and flexibility are two different things. And so I think a lot of times golfers and, you know, fitness enthusiasts have a tendency to use those synonymously. I don't think that's really the case, right? Mobility is what you can do on your own. Flexibility is what you can do with some assistance. And so I definitely think both of those are needed in the early aspects of the off season. Um, but just understanding where you need to kind of put your efforts and where you need to put your focus becomes that much more important. And so, you know, again, with regards to mobility and flexibility, you know, people think they need to stretch and, and foam roll and do all these different things for an extended amount of time. Well, that's not necessarily really the case. I think you can be really, really intentional with what you're doing from a mobility standpoint. 
And again, you can do these things every day, right? It should take you no more than 15, 20 minutes to kind of, you know, get the body loosened up, get it warmed up, reducing the stiffness that you might be experiencing, and then have that continue to kind of just, you know, you know, lay the foundation. So as you start to kind of add on different layers to your program, you're going to be able to handle those, those layers of, of what you're going to do in, in terms of your performance. And so the next transition that we always kind of talk about is what we call time under tension, right? And that's resistance training. Right. You need some sort of resistance training in order for your body to become more durable and become more adaptable to the stress that you want to apply to it. I always tell all of our golfers, if the stress exceeds what your body can handle, usually that's when you start to kind of see some of these nagging issues kind of come up. And so with regards to time under tension, uh, we always talk about like early on in the early stages of, re of uh, performance, slow tempoed paced movements, focusing on the foundational aspects of training becomes really, really crucial to help them again, lay that foundation. Okay, time under tension, when we talk about tempo, right? Like if you're gonna do, let's say a, a squat, think about a slow controlled movement down to the bottom position of that squat, and then the slow controlled motion as you come back up, right? The more time under tension with some external stress, which is weights, bands, whatever you have available to you, um, that becomes really important to help you just kind of, again, allow your body to adapt to a stress that, you know, it's going to allow you to then be able to handle more explosive work as you get further into your off-season training. So you know, I think the important part about time and attention is when people always ask, like, how much exercise should I do? I think a lot of it comes down to what your, what your experience is with, with, with resistance training, right? If your program too advanced, then you might kind of fizzle out of it because it's too challenging for you. You might actually get hurt during that, right? And so our goal as performance coaches, you know, medical providers, stuff like that is to do no harm, right? We don't want to get you hurt during this training, right? And so that's why I think if you're not overly well-versed in training from the get-go, having a very, very simple program, focus on the foundational movements, right? Can you squat? Can you do a hinge-based position? Like, let's say, let's talk about golf posture, right? Addressing the golf ball, right? That's basically a hinge-based movement, right? And then can you do pressing movements? Can you do pulling movements? Can you um, create stability around your spine with regards to core strength and things like that? And so when you have a program focused on those aspects of training, that really builds a nice foundation for you to be able to kind of handle some of the different things you want to do down the road with regards to speed, power, rotational elements. Those all things are great. And I, unfortunately, I think that's what a lot of golfers want to start with. But ultimately, that if you start there and you don't have that foundation, then ultimately that's going to potentially lead you to getting some of these nagging issues that kind of come up, right? So um, I think the important part, you know, when you, when you talk about training is finding a coach that understands the, the aspects of golf. Not everything that you do from a training standpoint has to look like a golf swing. I think a lot of times golfers like want sports specific golf related exercises. And yes, there are, there are elements that we have in our programs that do that. But again, if you don't, if you're not overly well versed in, in training, um, or your body's not ready for all that golf-specific movement, to understand this, like you're in the very, very early stages of off-season. You just did a ton of rotational-based movements just by playing golf, right? So we want to try and kind of get away from some of the rotation a bit, right? Kind of reset some stuff, improve some mobility where you're kind of lacking it. And then from there, build some of the strength, build some of that foundation so that once later, as you get into the, the later phases of your off-season training, then we can add in some of that power and speed that you kind of look to do to help improve your club at speed or whatever you're looking to do with regards to your golf game. Um, and then lastly, I always kind of talk to um, all of our golfers with regards to, hey, are you working with a coach? Whether that's a performance coach, um, whether that's uh, a golf instructor, a swing coach, whatever that looks like, um, are you working with someone, right? Because I think, you know, if you have goals, let's say to, you know, lower your handicap or to increase your distance or hit it farther than your buddies um, or improve your clubhead speed by 10 miles an hour, whatever that looks like, 
what is the plan to get you there, right? And I think, unfortunately, when you don't have a very, very organized or structured framework or plan, then you just have a tendency to kind of grasp the straws. You kind of look at these different videos, look at all these different things, and you try and kind of organize it somewhat, but it, ultimately having a coach to help you, hey, if you're struggling with a you know, early extension when it comes to on the downswing, what are some drills that you can do to kind of help that, right? Or, or what can we do to make you stronger so you can kind of potentially resist some of those strains on the body when you do those, let's say, swing falls. So um, I definitely think working with a coach becomes really, really important so that, um, and again, too, like having a team, right? I think having a team-based approach, yourself as the golfer, a swing coach, maybe a performance coach, medical provider, fitness person, where you can kind of all work together to get an idea as to what makes the most sense. I think that's a, a key component that a lot of people have a tendency to miss. Most times golfers, they have a tendency to want to do all themselves. So they'll look up all these different videos on exercises, they'll look up all these different videos on uh, swing instruction, and then try and kind of mesh it all together. And sometimes if you don't know what your body can and can't do, or you don't know what your swing flaws are, then we, we could just be shooting by the hip. And that's, that's not very productive when it comes to trying to maximize your time either in the gym or maximize your time, let's say, practicing and doing some different things with regards to skill work, with regards to golf. People are busy. People have families, people have jobs, people have all these different things that kind of pull them in all these different directions, right? So being intentional with your training, understanding how best to kind of organize your thoughts, organize the framework, what you want to do from a training and skill work, that becomes crucial with regards to maximizing your time uh, with regards to golf performance. So um, again, key points, restore mobility, restore flexibility as much as you can, right? A lot of times don't spend a ton of time with regards to how long you do this, right? You know, again, if you're just doing strictly flexibility and mobility work, spend maybe 15, 20 minutes, right? Don't, you know, a lot of times people have a tendency to just kind of lay around and they're laying around for a half hour, 45 minutes, and ultimately it's not very, very productive, right? So again, maximize your time, be intentional with what you're doing, right? 15, 20 minutes of mobility work. If you're just doing that as a, a daily program, that's great, right? With regards to strength training, resistance training, you need resistance training to be able to handle the, the aspects of golf, right? You need your body to be more durable and adaptable to these stresses, right? So resistance training is the best way to do that. And so, Improving time under tension, think about slow tempo movements early on in the, in the off-season phase of your program will go a long way in helping kind of allowing your body to adapt to the stress that you're applying to it. And ultimately, it's like what, building body armor, right? You're trying to build durability so that when you do more higher level stuff, explosive work, is that it's actually going to, go, it's going to go really well. And then lastly, find a coach right? or find a team of people that you can kind of surround yourself with that, that you feel you're going to get the most out of with regards to the conversations and the communications between not only you and your performance coach, but also you and your swing coach as well. So um, find a team, find someone who can help you um, navigate these waters so that, again, you can be intentional with your training. So um, if you have any further questions with regards to off-season training, guys, definitely leave us um, a note. Let us know how we can help. Um, follow us on our YouTube page now. So if you've got a pain-free golf performance YouTube page, you can subscribe there. We have a lot more different, um, we have a swing, a swing flaw series. We have a, a number of different things that we're going to kind of go over with regards to how best to kind of, you know, maximize your time in the off season. And then ultimately to continue kind of stay tuned, we're, we're going to have a lot of different, different people kind of coming onto the podcast, talking about different uh, aspects of the golf game, swing aids, all these different product reviews we're going to do as well. So make sure you stay tuned. we got a lot of exciting stuff for the offseason. Um, and we'll catch you next time on the Pain-Free Golf Performance Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much again for listening to this week's episode of the Pain-Free Golf Performance Podcast. If you enjoy the content of this show, we would love it if you would leave an iTunes review to help us grow and expand our ability to provide you with the golf information you are seeking. If you're listening to this show and are dealing with aches, pains, or issues from golf that haven't been resolved, or you're not exactly sure where to turn, then let us know how we can help. 
Whether you are local or not, you can work directly with us through our pain-free golf performance program, which is completely virtual and online. This program is customized to you and your goals of playing your best golf yet. We would assess how well you move to give us a baseline of what you can do, and then based on that assessment, come up with a training program best suited for you. We are offering a special podcast promotion, which gives you access to our program at a reduced rate. You can inquire by going to manaperformancetherapy.com forward slash pain-free golf. Again, mana is spelled M-A-N-A. So it's manaperformancetherapy.com forward slash pain-free golf and use the promo code podcast when inquiring so we can help you feel better and play better golf. Be sure to tune into next week's episode and we'll catch you then.